This podcast is the production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Every single person has to answer this question. Is there a being that exists outside of myself that we call God? And if that being exists, can he come into my life and affect me? I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and this is my podcast, Authentic Faith in Life. Welcome. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan, and this is Authentic Faith in Life. Welcome to this podcast production. I am very new to podcasting. This is my first time attempting it, and I have to let you know I have a very hard time with it. I'm used to talking to a group of people in a workshop or a group of parishioners uh, or one-on-one in individual sessions, and it's very challenging for me to be talking to air like this. So bear with me. Uh, I'll begin by giving you some background information for those of you who don't know me or know my history. I was born in a little village in northern Michigan. Idyllic little village uh, with all the four seasons of the year, all the beautiful smells and aromas of fall and the cold, cold winters and snow sledding and um, beautiful hot summers that didn't last very long. Of course, spring was awesome with all the blooming flowers and uh, you know, just had kind of a idyllic childhood growing up. I was raised with a single parent, and I was the youngest of eight kids. By the time I was about 12, all my older siblings were gone from home. So I, I was raised like an, old, an only child during that period of time, and I was very beloved in my family, and it was truly a blessing from God. He certainly had a plan in my life to prepare me for what I was going to do in my future, and uh, he came through on that. I had a very loving mother. And I would have always described her love as something akin to the love of God the Father. And in fact, in my individual sessions, I'll ask people at different times uh, if there was one person in their life that loved them with a, a, beauty, a beautiful love that was more eternal and that how that can be a reflection of the love of God the Father in their life and kind of an anchor for them as they go through different trials and, and uh, sufferings in, the, in their journey. So I was uh, not raised in any particular religion, but I just did check out a few religions in my life. Um, I uh, was born into a Baptist family and also then attended a Pentecostal church in my early teens. In those years, uh, the, the Pentecostal church that I attended was very fundamental in that you weren't to wear dresses, or you weren't to wear pants, you had to wear dresses, you couldn't wear makeup, you couldn't dance, you couldn't smoke or drink and any of those things. And so I put that on for about a summer or so. But what ended up happening with it is um, I just, uh, I felt like I just was really challenged to try and do the right thing all the time. And because of my humanness, I couldn't pull it off. I was going to make mistakes. I was going to sin. And I, and I really struggled with trying to follow such a rigid lifestyle. And I also had a friend of mine that kind of said, what in the heck are you doing? And she was a Pentecostal, but not in that sense. And so I moved on. The beauty of it was that during those years, those couple of years, I was exposed to the charismatic gifts, which would later on influence my life at a very deep level and kind of opened me up to the gift of the Holy Spirit and how he really 
truly impacts our life and he journeys with us and definitely convicts us and moves within us to bring the love of God out into the world and also to form us in our conscience and make sure that we're aware of when we're falling off the path related to serving God. So it was a bonus when I eventually uh, converted a few years later into the Catholic faith. Um, I went away to college. I was the first kid in my family to go to college. A lot of my siblings, of course, in the next few years were able to follow. Um, and, uh, you know, I kind of lived the typical college life, got in trouble, um, doing all the things that were out there in the world for, for um, young teen uh, kids in college. And um, then I uh, met my ex-husband and moved to Canada where my world kind of opened up uh, into a city life and understanding the bigger culture because I was from such a small town. And um, it was when the first stirrings of really being called to form a relationship with God happened during that time. And um, I, I made a decision after my ex-husband asked me if we would please raise our uh, our, our child that was to be born in the Catholic faith. So I agreed to it. And, um, but I did tell him that I needed to examine this faith, that I had to really know what it was about before I would just step into it. And so I began meeting in a church basement at Our Lady of Good Counsel with the priest who um, was a lovely priest. He was um, from uh, Prince Edward Island and had this beautiful, thick accent. And so I'm sitting in the basement of this church and I'm so full of my my unborn child uh, and I'm just so encased in love um, because I'm creating this life within me it's growing and it's living and it's an astounding miracle when it happens to you especially the first time all that awakening of the fact of life and how life progresses and and you know just the awareness of eternity because you're giving birth to life and the spirit and the soul is in there and I remember being full of all that wonder as I sat there. And the priest opened with the scripture that God is love. And I was overcome with that love. I had experienced that eternal love with my mother, being such a beloved child, and she was such a conduit of God's love for me um, and to me. And then I was full of love with, with my unborn son within me. And then the priest in this basement of this church was talking about God's love and what that meant in our life and I, 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 lives and I was just just fully encased in the Holy Spirit and the love of God in those moments and that's how my journey started into the Catholic faith and um, I began to study the faith I, I needed to have information about all the, the questions that I had about the faith growing up and so I made sure that um, each of my questions were answered and it always turned out to be such beautiful faith uh, beautiful theology and teaching in the faith that um, I was continually drawn in to it and could not resist it. I um, I always in my life had wanted to be some kind of counselor. I knew that and I uh, had a longing for that from the time I was young. Uh, and so I pursued that in my education and I ended up with um, two bachelor's degrees. I had a very wise advisor it ended up that I was able to obtain two degrees during the time I was in school. One was in psychology with a minor in counseling, and the other one was in human services with a minor in addiction. And I always knew that then I was going to 
pursue that further and get a graduate degree, um, likely a PsyD degree. So my ex-husband and I, we, we moved our family to Florida during that time, and we ended up on the, on the East Coast near Merritt Island. And I remember uh, taking my kids up to, up to FIT because they had a PsyD program there and kind of thinking in my mind, yeah, this sounds like a good plan. Uh, they, this would be a great program. My kids are little. I'll be able to do it part-time or, you know, we'll see how it all works out. But, yeah, I'll look into this. Of course, through a series of events, um, God, God worked and kind of directed my life where it was intended to go. And we ended up on the West Coast in Fort Myers. And um, from there, I just kind of settled into my life. I became a homeschooling mom and homeschooled my two older kids for 10 years and, you know, loved the homeschooling lifestyle. I always said if I ever had to choose what I would be born, what family I would be born into, it would be a large homeschooling Catholic family. Now, I was born into a large family, and that was awesome, but I wanted to add to that that homeschooling uh, essence and also that uh, the Catholic faith within it because I found so much beauty in the Catholic faith. And, you know, I kind of um, just enjoyed those years with my kids and having them home and, you know, having our family time focused on our education, their education, and then our our um, family time together. And during uh, one of those summers, we would often, I would take my kids and go back to my little hometown to visit my family. And I'll also go to Canada. And so I, I had a best friend in Canada. We were in Canada and getting ready to drive back to Florida, and I made a decision to go back to that little parish that I was a, had become a member of, and um, I wanted to go to adoration with my kids prior to us driving. So I went into adoration. My my youngest child was about um, 10 months old, and she was asleep in the car, so I left my son, who was about 9, uh, no, who was about 10 or 11, in the car with her, and I went into adoration. And as I walked in the little chapel, there was um, only two ladies in there, and, and it was a little, small little cozy chapel, so I'm settling down in there to pray. And as I'm praying, I notice that the Eucharist looks different to me. And I'm kind of, you know, really enraptured by, by the vision that I'm seeing in the Eucharist. And um, the only way I could describe it was I knew it was Our Lady, and I knew that she was holding baby Jesus in her arms, and I knew that baby Jesus was looking up at her face. And I, I couldn't shake it. I looked at the, the ladies there to see if they were experiencing the same thing, and they were actually quietly praying the rosary and didn't seem to uh, to see what I was seeing. So I just sat there in, kind of in awe and just was in that moment for a little while and, you know, thanking God and trying to understand what that is and trying to figure out whether I was really seeing something or not. But the image was definitely, definitely very clear. So it was time to leave. I went back out to the car and sent my son in for a few minutes because I wanted him to go to adoration, but I also wanted to see if he experienced anything like that. Well, he was in there. So he was in there for a few minutes and came out. And when he got in the car, I just kind of looked at him. He looked a little, um, a little puzzled and and I said to him, did you see anything in the Eucharist? And he said, Mom, I saw Jesus with, 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 uh, with Joseph, baby Jesus with Joseph. So he had also experienced something in the 
well, but it was different. So I went back to my friend's house where my middle daughter was and told her about the experience. So we immediately got on the computer. Now, mind you, this was a few years back, so there was not, the internet was not, there wasn't as much information available, but we looked for this image and I kept telling her, I can see the image in my mind and it's an image of baby Jesus, but his face is upturned at Our Lady and we couldn't find it, we couldn't find it, so we kind of gave up. I, I loaded my kids up the next day, and, and, and off we went on our, on our trip back home to Florida. Time went on, and um, within the next few months, we ended up as a family attending a family conference in Orlando. And I remember I was pushing my youngest daughter in her little stroller out the door of a room that we had just been into a, 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 a session that they were offering, and I looked across the, the hall of this conference area, and I saw a tabletop uh, with brochures on it. One of the brochures was setting upright, and the image on the brochure was the image that I had seen in adoration. I went over to it and um, was was very excited to see the actual image that I had seen on the Eucharist. And I picked up the flyer and looked at it. And it turns out it was an advertisement for the Institute for Pastoral Theology at Ave Marie University, which was being built 30 miles away from my home. So that, to me, was a very clear plan that God wanted me to continue my education, yes, but not the typical way that I had thought I would go, but to get a master's degree in theology. So I inquired into the program, was accepted, and began that study uh, in theology. And um, I could say a gazillion things about the awesomeness of it. It was absolutely amazing and incredible, and it shaped my life, and it also shaped my journey in what I was going to do to serve the church. And there are many stories related to that that I'll be sharing with you during these podcasts. But what ended up happening then is I not only got my degree um, in my master's with them, but I also uh, worked for the institute for a couple years. And there came a time when they were downsizing and I was going to be laid off from my job. And it was very, you know, it was kind of traumatic. I I was really, um, you know, really questioning why God would have this happen. And I was going through all kinds of suffering and, you know, just distraught and in despair. I remember sitting in the oratory and and crying because I knew I was going to lose my job and how could he bring me here and I didn't know how we were going to stay here and so on and so on. And little did I know that there were many, many challenges that we were going to continue to to step through um, as time went on. But in the meantime, I started to look for the next step in my journey and I ended up finding a program that was not Catholic, but it was uh, Christian, and it covered the theology and the counseling, and brought the two of them together. And it was a doctor; it was an online doctorate program in pastoral counseling. So I signed up for that program and began that journey, and eventually received uh, my my degree in pastoral counseling. And I got to do my dissertation on beautiful Catholic theology related to our identity in God and how we are created in the image and likeness of God and what that means for us in our anthropology and 
Um, we'll again, we'll talk more about that in upcoming podcasts. Um, but you know, I, my whole, uh, purpose and mission, I believe in life is to lead people on a little bit closer journey to God and to, to have them realize that God will come into their life and that not only is he real, but he'll step into your life and he'll affect your life in ways. And, and God loves us so much with that eternal love that when we turn to him, even in the slightest way, he turns back to us and, and just throws all of his love and his, uh, and his, um, and his work into our lives and, and brings us closer to him. Um, we're going to take a little break now. And when we come back, I'm going to continue uh, talking about my journey and what brought me to this point today and some upcoming things that we're going to deal with in these podcasts and, and, you know, hope for a future in God and the plan that he has for our lives and how he again cannot resist us. He will come into our lives. He wants us to know he's real. And when we open to that, he shows up. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Sue Ellen Nolan at Authentic Faith and Life on the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and my workshops and speaking events at AuthenticFaithAndLife.info.